Awakening the faithful, reaching the lost, and making church matter. Welcome to the Rebuilt Podcast. If you love your parish, listen to this podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Rebuilt Podcast. I'm Kelly Lippenholtz, joined by Tom Corcoran today. And we are leading our church through some interesting times right now, as are you, if you are listening here today. Tom, how are you doing? Yeah, again, still, I think we're still dealing with all this stuff. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's um, yeah, you know, I think that's just the reality out there. So it, yeah. I think you say you're good, you're fine, you're kind of lying. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what else to say, you know. I'm okay, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, you're doing, so yeah, you're doing better than me. That's good. Oh. I'm fine. How's everybody out there doing? We hope you're doing well. And what we would love to share with you today is probably um, something that you've been spending a lot of time on, and that is how to move your church into the digital world. And specifically today, we want to talk about how to move your discipleship steps to a digital format. And that was something that we've been talking about a lot. We It was something we were talking about before this crisis occurred. And right, now it's been accelerated, yeah. And now it has been accelerated. Now, digital discipleship, digital. Did you come up with that term? I did not. Okay, where I, did it come from? I don't know. I heard it from Sue. Okay. She she called me one day and said we need to digitize steps, and I said okay. okay. All right, but someone must have said digital discipleship because I like that. Yeah, I think it, I thought it came from the strategic team. I don't know. Okay. We don't know where it came from. But. I don't know. If I had to guess, it came from Susan Aldridge. She's creative like that. She's okay. A green hatter. All right. Well, that's what we're calling it. Digital discipleship. And mm-hmm. then for us, because we talk about steps, we're saying digital steps are our steps of discipleship. And that's an right. acronym. So we know it's from God uh, that has. <laughs> God loves acronyms. God loves acronyms, <laughs> or at least pastors and church people do in the army. Um, and so <laughs> we're digita- digitizing discipleship, digital discipleship or digitizing steps. That's what we're talking about today. Yeah. So just a reminder, our steps are, uh, it's an acronym for serve. The first S stands for serve. We want our people to serve in a ministry or with a mission team. The T stands for tithe. We want all of our uh, prisoners to be generous and willing givers. Mm -hmm. Uh, The E stands for engage in a small group. So we love for uh, people in our parish to be in a small group and to connect that way. And uh, that's one of our main delivery systems for caring for each other is being in a small group. The P in steps stands for practice prayer. And sacraments. So we'll talk about how to take that digital. <laughs> yeah, we can't do the practice sacraments. Cannot digital. practice sacraments <laughs> no, digitally. But we can still practice prayer. Yeah. Yes, lots of prayer and, and some other some other ways of engaging people in prayer. And then finally, the last S stands for share your faith, which is invite people into your community. Which you know, there's an interesting opportunity here because people are hungry for connection, and so it's an interesting opportunity to invite people into our faith community. So those are the steps. How do we make these steps digital? So just want to add one thing about serving. Kelly, you talked about serving in ministry or missions. So ministry is what we usually talk about serving here on campus. That's in right. Hospitality, cafe, children's ministry, those kind of things. And then missions is how we serve people outside our community. And so, But the adhere stuff has been taken away. A lot of the stuff's been taken away, right? Yeah, a lot. So, and like many churches, we're, we've been dealing with that. So serving, you can't serve in the hospitality team. You can't serve in the cafe. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are all all gone. Um, you know, the tithing and giving, you can still do digitally. Again, a lot of, but you can't give in person, which is for some people the way they were giving. Mm-hmm. You know, engaging a small group, they can't meet together. So we're dealing with that. How do you get people to meet together? That's right. Uh, practice prayer and sacraments. The sacraments part, 
um, we can't do it together right now. And then but we share can your amp faith. up prayer, right? That's what we'll talk about. Yeah. So anyway, just we have to acknowledge that some of those things have been taken away. But yeah, again, I think when some we talked last time about opportunity, when those things are taken away, what is the opportunity we can yeah we can get into? Yeah. And so um, for serving, so we have huge ministry teams here. And I would say before we even get into talking about how to digitize serving in a ministry or on a mission, the first thing we really did was want to connect with those people, connect with those teams. And so um, that would be, that would be the first kind of advice I would give is find a way to just be connecting with your ministry and mission teams. And we, we just created a Facebook group and invited all of those people to join the Facebook group. So now we've connected with them in some other way than email. Um, And so we're engaging them there. Why is that? Say more about that. Well, Aren't you getting an email from every person you ever gave your email to? <laughs> yes. And so so we're just trying to find a different way to engage people. Right. I don't think anybody wants to read another email right now. And with the Facebook group, you can say you can say to all the ministers, hey, look for an email from us. We are looking for people to join our prayer team, which leads me into uh, our first line of care and our first sort of digitizing the step of serving is we ask people to join our prayer team because there's a lot of prayers right now. Uh, yeah, we we're typ- getting a lot of prayers. Yeah. That, yeah, we typically have like ten prayer requests a week. We had like a hundred prayer requests last week. Wow, and so they're 10 heavy. Times. Ten yeah. times. Um, so people are wanting to connect. People are wanting uh, prayer, wanting to be prayed for. There's things going on in people's lives, not even necessarily related to COVID, the virus, but related to like the shutdown of everything, right? Yep. And not being able to see their loved one who is in a nursing home or assisted, all kinds of things. I mean, it's, it's incredible. So our first line of care was to recruit some new, um, prayer, prayer, prayers for our prayer team. So almost combining the S and steps with the P and steps. Does that make? Yes. Oh yeah. So So we're (laughs) encouraging two steps there. Right. Yeah. So to move people from serving in an active way to serving kind of prayer is active, but moving to, to prayer instead of setting up the cafe or that's right setting up and chairs. we had you know i think we had like 20 new people join the prayer team which is great okay uh we also invited people to join our online chat host team so if you're streaming your mass online you can you can invite um some more of your greeters or hosts to join the chat team those are people that already love your church and know a lot about it and would be great chat hosts if you're live streaming and then the third way that we asked people to serve, which combines the E, engage in a small group, is to invite people to be an online small group leader. So we had about 100 people, and this is getting into small groups. But all, again, that's something, all these things They're get all connected. Mixed. Yeah, all, they it's great, isn't it? Yeah. About 100 people have expressed interest, new people have expressed interest in getting into an online small group. So again, just there's a hunger out there for connection. And we just had a small group launch a couple months ago, and these 100 people didn't join a small group then, but now they want to get into an online group. And so um, our third request for ministers was um, for small group leaders, people that would lead an online group. And we had plenty of people step up for that. So we're in the process of getting those groups organized and set up and ready to go online. So those are some opportunities. So just to kind of recap that, to get people to serve, serve through prayer, serve through leading some small groups or starting some small groups. Uh, did I miss any there? Those are the kind of two chat hosts. Yeah, two chat smaller. Hosts. It's a one. smaller team of people, but still an opportunity. Um, and then, I mean, something too we're doing, which is another way for volunteers to serve, is by phone calls, right? Making some phone calls to people and reaching out right. to people in the parish. I know I just got an email 
Brandon, I didn't get to read it too much, yeah. but about we're trying to reach out to everybody in the yeah. parish. Yeah. And so volunteers can be helping to do that That's as, right. as well. So Yeah, we're going to try to call every family in our parish. Yep. So that's something anybody idea. can do, no matter what your, 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 you know, we're saying digitizing steps, but that's something anybody can do without, no matter what your technical expertise is, Yeah, is to be making phone calls and. Yeah. And, and it's a simple family. phone call. It's, Hey, how you doing? You know, we're your church. Just wanted to call and check on you. Do you need anything? Do you have any prayer requests? Yeah. Simple. Okay. Another thing now, I'm sorry if you have this later in the notes, cause you're driving this one. But oh, that's I'm okay. Nice question. Um, you know, about we put in get help or give help. Do you want to go to that later or is that more? We can do that here if you okay. want. Yeah, sure. We we kind of launched a new um, application on our website that offers two choices during this crisis. You can either get help. You can fill out a form that says, um, that asks for several kinds of help. One is to get a friendly phone call. Right, and so that person will, will get maybe two phone calls then, right, if we if they ask for that. And then uh, financial counseling is another one, another way that you can get help if you need that right now. Um, and then finally, if you need other, well, prayer, but that's prayer requests. It's kind of separate, but you can, you could still, you know, enter that there. You can go to our website and see these forms are right on our homepage. Um, and so, and then finally other help, if you need groceries delivered, if you need a prescription to be picked up, if you need some hand sanitizer. I don't know if we can find any anywhere, but um, anyway, <laughs> um, so we are, we, we take that form in and then we're going to process that and make sure that that need gets met. Right. And then right next to that is give help. And there are ways that you can give help. So one we've already talked about, you can join the prayer team, you can lead an online small group, you can be a chat host and you can be a driver or deliverer of the other needs and phone calls, making phone calls was one of those as well. So those are all ways, again, people can continue to serve. Mm-hmm. And hopefully some of those ideas might work for people listening to this podcast that they can mobilize on. Great. So um, the T is tithe. You'll probably have to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Tom. It's I not mean, my specialty. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, hopefully if automatic you know, automatic and electronic giving you've been promoting. If you haven't, you want to, the, probably the best thing you want to do to start that is to put yeah. a give button on your website at the top right-hand corner mm-hmm. so people can do that and then start giving through credit cards. Uh, I would just say at this time, as you're reaching out to people, my real encouragement is if you're worried about your finances or concerned about your finances at this time, you should be. Um, if we're, if you're not thinking about that, then you really should be. And I don't mean worried, but a concern. There's just, we need we need money to come in and this is definitely going to disrupt us financially as a church. Right. Um, but your first outreach to givers, you do not want to be, we need your money. Right. Again, the same thing of importance of calling and how are you doing right now? So uh, we sent some emails out. Unfortunately, they're emails, Kelly, but, you know, it's emails okay. out just saying to um, to electronic givers and another one going out to envelope givers of just, hey, thanks for what you do. It, it's a, we're continuing to do ministry and here's what we're doing. And thanks again. It makes it all possible. So it's not like we need your money. It's just thanks again. You're kind of just trying to. I would say it this way, solidify your base and encourage them to keep going. So I would just say, and then major givers, you should be, I would encourage you to reach out to, to with those phone calls, but those can probably should come from the pastor or again, a high leader in the church. That's right. kind of everyone respects and knows is right next to the pastor has the pa- pastor's trust. So um, those are some things, but more to just be reaching out. Not like we need your money first of all, because mm-hmm. 
Right. You want to you want to build a relationship first right. before, and you might need to go back to them at a certain point and like, hey, can you give something to help us later? But right now, make giving accessible. You said that, and that's electronic giving, mm-hmm. and let them know they can still give, but you're not asking to give. That's my encouragement yeah. right now. The thanking is is smart and thank yeah and thank him in that because it's it's your work your their past givings making your present ministry still go that's right okay so that's tithe how do we digitize small groups well this is a fun one this one has been it's been a challenge but it's also been one of the areas where we've been most successful at, at digitizing a step um you know the key component of a digital disciple is to stay connected in an online small group weekly for you know, 60, 90 minutes. Um, We want our small groups to keep meeting. That's our primary way of giving member members care here at Nativity. And, and so we want them to stay connected to their small group. Some leaders have been early adopters of the online group. We have a couple hundred groups and we had 40 groups in the first week that were meeting online on zoom of all ages. So it was really fun to see all ages of groups trying that out. Um, so we are still encouraging leaders to um, join or to uh, continue their small groups online. Some of them um, are adopting and ad- adapting and adopting the new way of meeting online. And so we're continuing to make phone calls to leaders to ask them to um, to ad- adapt. And if they aren't willing, that's okay. We're not going to force anybody, but we are reaching out then to members of those groups saying, Hey, do you want to get in a new group or do you want to start a new group online so that you can continue to be engaged? Yeah. I think, you know, I know I spoke to a pastor who said they had people in groups and the first, you know, this is kind of early on into it like, Oh, well, we'll wait till this is over. And I think, I think indications are, this is going to be a couple months. So if maybe you've tried that, go back to people and like, Hey, maybe you want to try that group. This looks like it's going to be longer than you thought, right? Yeah. Do you want to? Do you it's want not to, that uh, hard. I don't. I don't feel like it's that hard. Yeah, people are intimidated. I think. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, I don't love a Zoom meeting, but um, <laughs> no, because you talked about the last podcast. Yeah. All right, we'll be uh, we'll be right back after the break to uh, finish up our conversation about digitizing discipleship steps. We'll be right back. Want to learn more about the church that started the rebuilt movement? You can find even more content by following Father Michael on Twitter at Nativity Pastor and check out the pastor's blog at nativitypastor.tv. There you will gain exclusive access to insider information about everything happening behind the scenes at Church of the Nativity and get helpful tips about parish life. Again, follow Father Michael on Twitter at Nativity Pastor and subscribe to his blog at nativitypastor.tv. Hey everyone, welcome back. Today Tom and I are talking about digitizing steps in this new age of digital church. And and so we've been going through our steps and, and talking about how to get each of those steps kind of online or on a, on a digital platform. So our next step is to practice prayer and we've been coming up with some some ways, some creative ways to increase our the prayer lives of our community. And this is intersected obviously with Again, some of the other things like of serving. So we want people praying with people. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously prayer, too, in this time is very different. We say practice prayer and sacraments, but it's pretty hard to practice sacraments yeah. right now. So yeah, impossible, actually. Yes, so we're focusing on prayer. So is there more do you have to add to that, Kelly? Or what other ways are we helping people pray besides giving them somebody to pray with? 
Um, well, yeah, we have the prayer team. And when we get a prayer request, we make a phone call um, to that person who made the request. So everybody who makes a prayer request right now is getting a phone call from someone on the prayer team. We're also um, trying to, we haven't done it yet, but we would like to have a prayer team minister join um, all of our small groups over the next month or two and just pray with a small group. And so um, we okay. haven't, we, that's just an idea at this point. And what's the thought behind that? The thought behind that is that a lot of small groups don't, um, I guess our prayer ministers are trained in how to pray and how to pray specifically for intentions and are more comfortable doing it and love doing it. And so the intention is that um, it would just increase sort of knowledge around how to pray out loud for some of our small groups. Okay. So just, yeah, not uh, getting more people more comfortable in prayer yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I, I think one note on the small groups too, I think if you're leading a small group or encouragement of small groups is to make sure you stay kind of doing the material that our content your group does mm. um i know in my one small group it's like the first morning it's like oh how's everyone feeling and it's just like it could Done. spot yeah <laughs> and or you know it becomes speculation about when's this going to be over or right. what are you guys hearing in the news it's i like, mean you no. could talk about that all day long all though. day long yeah. and just spin in circles so. so you're just getting angry in your small group that's then. right <laughs> I was getting very annoyed. Yes. So, Are you the leader? Did you turn it? Did you turn the conversation? Well, I asked the leader too in the chat, kind okay. of thing, because I'm kind of the leader, but yeah, I'm not the leader. That it's it's in. It changed the dynamic. Like when I'm sitting down with a group, I'm I'm ready to do that. And I'm kind of letting things go until I'm like, all right, now I'm going to step in. Yeah. But I didn't feel like I had that same authority online. Oh, interesting. Digital. So, but it was another guy who kind of had. He's been he's been sending out the text and all that and. I felt like he had that authority more than me, so I kind of just gave him a little gentle nudge. Yeah. He was like, he agreed. But he so did. Anyway. Okay, good. Um, so, but, but back to prayer. I mean, a couple other things we've done that, that are digital right now. We send out uh, a worship fully every single day. That's just a prayer I write. Uh, and ch I chunk that up. I don't write it every day. I write right. it. I sit down. Going back to last thing, I schedule some time in my... Nice. Uh, actually, that's one thing I'm not really great at scheduling. I just kind of fit it the in. The worship fully, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I... I we send that, we chunk that up and I, I create a whole week's prayer and then send that out. Uh, another thing we've been doing le recently is this, I don't like that they've called it this. I'm so annoyed they called it this. The Tomily. The Tomily. I don't like it. That's just not. <laughs> is that what it's called publicly? It's always been a behind the scenes That's name That's what that they have use. on the app. Oh. So, but it's of just a pr me praying, reading a verse of scripture and kind of my thought is hopefully people listen to this during the middle of the day mm -hmm. kind of thought. So. I would just say it's important in the, this is kind of prayer, but also in everybody hearing from you in your congregation. Yeah. People need to, sure. at this time, need to hear from us and need to kind of have the spiritual guidance. And whether that's prayer or, again, any kind of reflection that leads to prayer, however you want to do that, but people need to hear from you and the people that they've looked to for spiritual leadership. Yes. So important. And so finally, our last step is to share your faith, to evangelize. And so this is definitely a unique opportunity for you to invite people to your website, to your online mass, to whatever you're doing online, to invite people, you know, again, people are hungry for connection. And so all of a sudden we have a hundred people wanting to join an online small group. Like now's the time you can invite people. And it's so easy to do if you're live streaming, you just kind of send someone the link and say, Hey, you know, I know you don't have a church. None of us do right now. Here's here's what my church is doing. And it seems to be, now we're streaming on Facebook, which makes it really easy to invite people to that. Um, but just a unique opportunity to um, reinforce our message of evangelization, which has always been to invest and invite. 
And so you invest in a relationship and then you invite that person to church. And so I think it's, is it easier to invite someone to online church? Yeah, it seems so, absolutely. right? Absolutely. This yeah. is an incredible time for us to say, share your mm-hmm. faith and to share the opportunities. Or again, I would encourage people in your communication, like if you're sending out that prayer email or, and we probably need to do this better ourselves, you know, or send something, Hey, forward this on. If you have liked this and this is, you know, brought comfort or encouragement to you, share Forward it with it, somebody yeah. else, you know, and mm-hmm. again, how hard is that? It's a lot harder to be like, all right, Kelly, uh, my church, you know, we're doing this series, you know, I think it'll be really good for you. Would you want to come join me at church? And okay, here are the times it's nine, ten forty. you know, yeah. a lot more thing, you know, all right, well, I got to pack. Hey, forward on an email. That's yep. that simple or share. Yeah. Like something on Facebook or yeah. Again, all those things. So I mean, we want to the way of the people. world that people are seeing something that they're doing online before they go do it in person. And yeah. so now's the time more than ever. Yeah. And so there's an incredible opportunity, I think right now for people to share, share their faith. Um, and again, through, through digital and it does not feel again, as invasive or it doesn't feel as, you know, as again, like you're getting people's face as much. It's like, okay, like share it, you know, and people delete things yeah. they don't want to say. It, yeah. But right. If, but if they see it from you, they're more likely, and as someone who's trust them, they're more likely probably to read it and listen to it. Yes. Great. Well, those are our steps. That's how we're trying to digitize steps. Um, we are still figuring it out ourselves. We're, we're not the experts by any stretch, but those are some of the things that we're trying to do with our steps. So we're going to come right back after this and wrap it up. The Rebuilt Parish Association provides resources and advice to help you rebuild your parish. Included in membership are resources for student programs, children's programs, and small group materials. Also included are homilies, so that you can easily do message series that match the liturgical year. Father Brian Mason from St. Mary's Parish in Hales Corner, Wisconsin states, We based our homilies over several weeks on the Expect Miracles message series, and never in 23 years of preaching have I had so many people talking about the effects the homilies had on their lives. Go to RebuiltParishAssociation.com to learn more about how the Rebuilt Parish Association can give you the resources and content you need to rebuild your parish. Welcome back. We have been talking today on the Rebuilt Podcast about how to digitize steps, and we just want to encourage you as we wrap up today that our mission hasn't changed. Your mission hasn't changed. The discipleship path that you set out for your parish has not changed. It's just the way that we accomplish those steps has shifted. Yep. The mission hasn't changed, but how we're doing it has changed. So I think that's a great true north, you know, a great focal point for us to say, all right, if I, we're just going to keep making disciples, and it's that, yeah. no matter what else is going on in the world. So that's right. Um, then, yeah, again, this application is what we are are changing. Um, if people have any questions, how can they, can they, uh, who do they reach out to? They can email me, klippenholtz okay. at churchnativity.com. I'd be happy to answer any questions that you have. Can you spell Lippenholtz for people? Oh, I would be <laughs> happy to. So it's klippenholtz, K-L-I-P-P-E-N-H-O-L-Z. And it's also on our website under our team. Okay. Happy to answer questions. Tom, will you pray for us? Sure. In uh, name of the Father, Son, Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit, amen. amen. Uh, Father, we thank you that... Um, there is opportunity now that we have not had before that we have actually people's attention right now because they are looking for hope. They are looking for encouragement. And God, we know that all that is found in you and that you alone are life. You alone are the source of hope and encouragement. And so, God, we pray that we would use this time 
to lead people in the steps of discipleship, on a discipleship path, to create cl- a clear discipleship path for people to walk and grow closer to you during this time, uh, in this unprecedented time, in this age. And we thank you, God, that we get to serve you in this generation, uh, that, God, you knew that we would have these problems, you knew this would come, and yet, God, you have placed us in this time and in this generation to lead people to you. So we ask you to bless our efforts, help us go where you're blessing, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 